Welcome to the Manager Tools Podcast for Monday, October 16th, 2006. Hi, this is Michael Lozan, and on behalf of Mark Horson and myself, welcome back to Manager Tools. Now that we all know how to apologize, it just wouldn't do to not know how to accept an apology. Thanks to the growing scarcity of genuine apologies, the art of accepting one seems to be slipping away from us. Since our imperfect nature dooms us to continued errors, faults, and failures, opportunities for apologies seem to stretch to the horizon. That means someone has to accept them, because if an apology falls in the forest and no one hears it, it wasn't an apology. Or was it? any case, but how do we do this? What do we say? And why do we say those things? And does that end the interlude? Well, you might be surprised to hear us that it may not. And today we'll do something different. Today we're actually going to participate in the podcasting community and play a promo. That's right. So at the end of the show, stay tuned and listen to a promo from mypodmentor.com. So with all that, let's get on with it. Hey, so when somebody re- apologizes to you, do, do you have to accept the apology? I mean, you know, sometimes, sometimes it'd be nice just to say, "Well, yeah, you apologize, but I don't. I'm not accepting it." Yeah. <laughs> well, I suppose the answer is you, you don't have to accept it. Um, but I, but but to tell you the truth, I think the reason people don't accept is because they misunderstand what the apology is about. The apology doesn't attempt to say this is in the past; it never happened. The apology simply says, I recognize my error and I regret the grief or the, the pain or the difficulty it caused you. Um, an apology is a recognition on the part of the apologist. Um, and so denying accepting someone's apology is, is a pretty chaotic kind of response. There are certainly cases where you might choose to do that, but I think it's it's exceptionally rare. And I, I think if people go around thinking, you know, I have the ability to deny accepting an apology, I, I think uh, they're probably going to apply that as a tool far too often. And someone who apologizes and then in a genuine way and then hears back it, it's it's uh, that they haven't been accepted, that, that would be the person who denies a reasonable apology for a less than incredible offense um, is essentially digging themselves a hole. They're they're standing on a principle that is really invalid on its face, in right. my opinion. Uh, it's it's my opinion, but if you read etiquette books, if you read the history of apologies, if you try to understand the purpose of them and so on in society, um, and, and for that matter in business, um, I think you'll come down on the side of you don't have to accept it, but you'd be a fool right. not to. But 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 really that the. the you know, all kidding aside, the that's not really the issue, right? They, I mean, most times folks accept the apology, but they do it in such a clumsy way that the person who apologized walks away feeling yeah. almost like they wasted their breath or that um, they weren't effective. Um, and so it's really not a matter of not accepting the apology. It's there is a way to do it. And if you, if you want to be effective, we have some suggestions for you, as one might suspect if you're listening to this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> no, we have suggestions. We have actually, we don't we don't make suggestions. We make recommendations. Um, uh, but but yeah, we're, we're good at that, aren't we? And uh, as you might imagine, there are several key points and actually some steps involved again. Um, 
but uh, but yeah, you're right. Uh, people accept apologies poorly, and insofar as we recently covered apologies, it seems reasonable that we follow up. Um, so here are the key points of, of this cast about how to accept an apology. First, we want to get everybody in the right mindset for accepting an apology. So we'll start with mindset. Oh God, I don't, I don't have to uh, grovel again, do I? <laughs> well, you last cast, you were, you were talking about me groveling all the time. <laughs> well, I, I found, I found over the last uh, few days that I've actually had to apologize a couple times. <laughs> so this whole, this whole groveling thing is not as exciting as it once was. Yeah, I, um, I, I'll tell you, I still, um, I hope every time I apologize, people, people sense that I'm groveling or that I am truly contrite about it um it's a very powerful mindset but no you don't need that mindset for accepting mike <laughs> oh good okay. thank god otherwise we would just end this right, podcast it's, it's, right here and now no, no more okay so we can um, continue okay then there are five steps and, and really the first three happen all in the blink of an eye but but they're worth covering in detail and that is stop what you're doing look the apologist in the eye and face them and don't interrupt uh, and we'll talk more about why people interrupt in, in just a moment. Um, step four is say thank you. That's really all you need to say uh, in most cases. Uh, and then depending upon the type of offense it is, if it's a personal offense, you send a message of think nothing of it. And if it's a business offense, you respond with how can I help? Um and that's it. There are five. So we want to talk about the mindset first, and then we want to walk everybody through the five steps. Excellent. Okay, on to the mindset. Yeah. What is the mind of a, an apology acceptor? Yeah. We all want to know. Uh, our, our response to groveling is to be accepting. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, the first thing we need to say is you're simply accepting the apology. We are now in between the time that the offense took place and any uh, action that's going to happen to resolve it uh, is is about to occur. So we're in a middle ground. The, the the offense is over. Even if you're still feeling offended, the offense itself is over. And we haven't yet talked about working together or working individually to solve the particular problem, if in fact there's a problem, or, or uh, um, overcoming uh, of the offense. Um, and accepting an apology is just that, accepting somebody else's expression of contrition regarding their behavior. It's not, at this moment, you're not thinking about the behavior that led to the apology, nor is it about you agreeing with what they did. Um, uh, by no means are we letting them off the hook of the consequences for what they did in any way, shape, or form. You're simply acknowledging with grace their own acknowledgement of their error. Which in and of itself, the fact that they acknowledge it is noble and commendable. And so in this moment where they're being noble and commendable by apologizing after they were egregiously rude, if in fact that was the case, or just rude, um, you're saying, oh, okay, we're back on the right plane here. You were rude and now you're doing the right thing. And and you can have a moment where you accept um, and be thankful that that they're apologizing and we're not judging what happened before nor are we worried about what's going to happen in the future look we're all human we all make mistakes and we apologize it just makes sense not apologize mike in my mind not apologizing is the scourge we're faced with um uh, today um i i think people avoid apologizing 
Um, so one of the worst things we can do as professionals in this area of apologies uh, is to somehow make things more difficult, make the act of apologizing more difficult by judging their previous behavior and not being genuinely accepting of the apology itself as an as a unique entity. Um, and, and heaven forbid you try to make it worse by um, saying, you know, what you did is terrible, but I guess I accept. That, that's not an acceptance at all. That's just poking your finger in their eye uh, when they're well, already isn't there an, groveling. It, isn't there an issue associated with accepting an apology? I mean, what if your subordinate did something? It was wrong, right? right? They apologized. I mean, you don't want to accept the apology and let them off the hook. I mean, just, you know, accept, isn't accepting the apology, you know, uh, giving them an excuse to do it again? No. Gosh, no. Second second point about mindset. Um, accepting an apology is not the same thing as forgiving or excusing or reconciling. Those are all, quite frankly, pretty big words um, for most people today anyway. Um, I, I will say that the sooner you get to forgiveness, the better. Um, but we're only talking about accepting an apology here. We're not talking about consulting your spiritual um, side in terms of forgiveness or, or, or reconciliation. Um, really lacking forgiveness is, is your issue. If you're not forgiving, um, that doesn't mean you can't accept an apology. The fact that the person's willing to apologize is separate from your decision about whether or not you're going to forgive them. Um, you control your emotions. Uh, you can choose not to forgive and still accept the apology as a way of saying, I recognize you're doing what you need to do. I'm not ready to do what you want me to do. But those two things are are separate. If you choose to deny accepting an apology because you haven't forgiven, essentially what you're saying is, I, you, you made me suffer and now I'm going to make you suffer. And you know, two wrongs don't make a right. Um, or, you know, look, Horseman's Seventh Law, how you feel is your fault. If you're feeling not forgiving, that doesn't preclude. That doesn't mean you can't accept the apology. You can't essentially acknowledge that the other person feels badly, and that's why they're apologizing. It, it really is ill-mannered to refuse an apology because you personally have chosen not to forgive. Um, also, you you mentioned about uh, um, excusing. Um, you're not. When you accept my, you're you're not passing judgment on the severity of the error. Some people might say, "Well, if it's a really bad error, right? I mean, would I would I uh, then would I withhold accepting the apology?" No, um, you're not suggesting that the apology that they're giving you reduces the business or professional consequences. Look, whether they apologize or not, if they made a mistake, the consequences are the consequences. That's one of the things about professional life is that you know, uh, stick around. There'll be consequences. Um, yeah. You're simply allowing a graceful admission of contrition. Simple as that. Okay. Now, now, and uh, you'd su- you you would uh, recommend that that would suggest that that would apply even if they don't follow the uh, manager tools way of apologizing and their apologies itself a little clumsy. Yeah, I mean, gosh, I mean, imagine, well, in your head thinking they didn't do that quite right or they didn't meet with my standard. That kind of person standing on that kind of ceremony, it's almost as if, um, well, you know, when you when you shook my partner's hand, you weren't genuinely interested or, you know, you you sat me on the wrong side of the table or I'm I'm offended because you pronounced my name wrong. Um, well, quite frankly, maybe some people have never been taught this way or they'd never listen to manager tools, whatever the case might be. Maybe 
maybe they think they're being clever and fooling you by giving you one of those lame apologies. You know, they say, I'm sorry you or I'm sorry if. It doesn't matter. The bias is for you to accept. You're attempting to address the intent, uh, the, the, the effort that they're making at groveling, if you will, uh, and again, contrition. If they get the words wrong, or even if you think they're, they're being too clever by half, um, be the bigger person, step up and accept. If they want to carry that around, let them carry it around. Um, and, and quite frankly, those people who are too clever by half, sooner or later, everybody figures out who they are and there'll be other consequences that rain down on them at some point. Hmm. Now it's not really kind of what I expected. I thought you might say, um, you know, send them to www.manager-tools.com. Oh, well, yeah. That, and learn how to apologize first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, go to manager tools, yeah. uh, listen to this podcast and then come back and try that again. Yeah. yeah that, that's a good, so much. That's a good apology. No, that's no, building no, relationships you know, right but there. But to be fair though, right? If I work for you, and I apologize, um, and I don't do a, a great job of it. What what we recommend is you accept the apology, and then later you have a discussion. You say, "Hey, can I give you some feedback?" When you apologize that way, when you use this phrasing, here here's what might happen. What what could you do differently next time? And you end up in a discussion. And, and I bet you some of your a direct that you did that to would say, first of all, thank you for accepting. You know, and say, "Well, absolutely, I did. I put the behind us and." Let you know, and, and also thank you for teaching me how to do that because I've never been taught how to do that. Accepting an apology doesn't uh, mean you can't give them feedback. Yeah, exactly, right. And I think yeah. it's a great opportunity. This is one of those things. In fact, um, it's like some of the stuff we've done in terms of sitting at meals and how to shake hands and so on. It's these small things that make a big difference, and many people are stunned um, uh, about uh, uh, the kinds of subtleties and and, and uh, cultural issues that can make a difference. Um, and that, in fact, there is a right way, or not necessarily a right way, but a best or a most effective, a more effective way to do it. So. Okay. And I, you, you said earlier when you were going through your kind of overview at the beginning that um, I think the next one we're talking about is don't ask questions, which is kind of an interesting one because I think sometimes when, when folks apologize, uh, it's fairly natural to start asking, well, why, why did you do that? Or that, you know, that. Well, what, happened? It, what, what happened? What happened there? Well, why, well, yeah. yeah. What's, what's wrong with that? I mean, in terms of. Uh, getting down to the to the root cause of of the problem really yeah um there are a couple of reasons for it i mean in, in a way there's nothing wrong with getting to the root cause now is just not the time to do it if you start asking questions then you're extending this set piece in the middle in between the offense and and, and the cleanup effort if you will um, yeah but, but asking and, the questions while they're feeling kind of awkward and vulnerable i mean you're more <laughs> likely to get to the real reasons <laughs> What's that? You know, we all we often talk about the dark mark. Is there a word that that is similar to dark that rhymes with Mike? Um, um I, I, no, I <laughs> or think Michael or something. No, no, or Roseanne. I, no, I don't know. Like Mike. There's um, a, the only thing that rhymes with Mike is like. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Everybody. Everybody likes Mike. Good. Um, look, it, it, accepting an apology is very much a set piece. It, it, it's uh, they say what they sincerely mean, and you say thank you. Uh, it's quite simple. You don't dis extend the discussion; it becomes awkward, um, and I, I just, I, I just don't, don't. We just don't recommend it. it. It's, it's simpler just to understand. They're going to apologize, and we're going to respond, okay? And we're going to accept. Um, now, now look, th there are. I'm going to go back and say this. There, and I alluded to this earlier. There are rare exceptions. 
um, where it would be appropriate for you to refuse to accept an apology. If the mistake that somebody's made has just been incredibly egregious and the apology was distinctly insincere, you can choose to respond with, I, I simply can't accept that apology. Um, but but that that is so rare and, and particularly rare in a business uh, um, situation. I just... You know, we really get into the rules of etiquette almost, which is which is unnecessary. So I just want to, I wanted to clear that up a little bit. Okay, separating the apology and acceptance from the business matter at at hand, I, I think that's that's fairly interesting. I think that it kind of goes to one of our earlier points about asking questions, but it's it's often that um, you know during the apology, you, you, there's a tendency to want to talk about the business matter, right? Right. Right, um, and yet the apology is really a, 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 an interpersonal moment. It's more about respect and personal communication versus the larger issue of business efficiency. Hey, we did that wrong, and effectiveness. We got the wrong result. Um, and, and, but, but don't get me wrong; I'm not suggesting those areas aren't unrelated. They're inextricable um, from one another. If you can't get over the problem that has been created, though, not accepting an apology is not the answer. Okay, you don't get any further. You don't. You don't have any better results by not accepting an apology. Look, look. For, first, you accept the apology, and then there's feedback. There's coaching, or there's withholding of bonuses, or maybe even hypothetically, you could fire somebody. And 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 uh, I, I don't mean to suggest that lightly at all. Um, we strongly encourage, as, as we mentioned before, we strongly encourage feedback on, on the apology. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Are you uh, saying? In fact, are you saying somebody could apologize to you and? You'd accept that apology and then fire them. Yeah. yeah. Now, now, look. I, I, sometimes we, 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 it's perceived that we're making light of firing. We're not. Absolutely not. I, I'm, I'm giving some sense of the scope of possibilities. I, it's not, you know, um, it's not something I relish. But absolutely, if somebody makes an egregious error, does something terrible, um, and, and they come to you and apologize. You're, you're certainly pleased that they apologize because you want them to recognize not just for the business but for themselves and for them as a direct report of yours that they've made an error. But but accepting an apology prohibiting you from firing somebody would mean, mean we'd have to do a cast on, look, if you've done something really bad, make sure you apologize to your boss because they might slip and say, I accept, and then they can't fire you. You would terminate somebody's employment if, in fact, they made a mistake that was so uh, uh, substantive that you, you couldn't tolerate it, the business couldn't tolerate it, or they made such an egregious error that was so fundamentally against the ethics, values, or morals of the company that you would have to do that. The fact that they say they're sorry is important, but it is not a completely mitigating factor. Again, contrition does not undo the problem. If somebody steals and then apologizes, well... We have a black and white policy about stealing. Uh, as forgiving as we may, be, might be, um, you know, th think about the honor code, Mike, at the academy. A cadet will not let you, not lie, cheat, or steal, nor tolerate those who do. And I certainly, I don't need to tell you that. Um, an apology doesn't get you off the hook. You may still get drummed out of the core uh, if you've if you've committed an honor violation. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I could. Um, even if you've graciously accepted what it really truly is a heartfelt apology. The, the classic example is somebody who makes an egregious error, comes to you and says, I am I'm so sorry, I've made a terrible mistake. Please, uh, I regret it. Please accept my apology. And you say, absolutely, of course I do. And, and um, 
uh, obviously this is a very delicate moment. Um, uh, and you understand that in the same way that you feel like you have to apologize, I feel like I have to terminate you. I, I really have no choice. And, and the classy answer of the person is, I completely understand. Uh, and that happens quite frequently. A, a boss gives a subordinate a responsibility to really, really go after a big goal, a, a, a BHAG, if you will, a, a real big swing for the fences kind of moment. And, and the VP of sales or the VP of marketing or the VP of operations says, I'll do it, I'll do it. And then at the end of the year, they haven't done it. And they come in and they say, mea culpa, I didn't get it done. And the boss says, thank you so much for apologizing. I mean, it was a great minute, much pain on my part, but thank you. Uh, and nonetheless, I hired you to do a job and you didn't do a job. You need to start looking for another one. And that's absolutely normal. That has played out every day in every, in every industry in the world, uh, if not a thousand times a day at the, ex- at the higher executive levels. Right. Now, we're, now we're, we're using an extreme example here yeah. simply to make the point, though, that apologizing and then ex- acceptance of the apology does not alleviate the person from the responsibility for their mistake. They still own the mistake. It happened. Yeah, exactly. It, you're not, you know, it's, it's not, you may be forgiving, but you're not necessarily forgetting, right? Right. Good. Okay. Yes. So n- now that we got the right mindset, thank God we're not growing. Yes. Um, (laughs) so what, what are the five steps? How do we do it? Let's get to that. Yeah. And and we're going to run through the first three very quickly, but, but, but I I wanted to separate them because they're worth touching on and and giving a little insight into, but they're all related to what leads up to the actual thanking related to the apology. And the first one is stop what you're doing. And look, this is really simple. I, I don't know how else to say it, but stop what you're doing. I can't believe the number of times I've tried to apologize people and they barely look up from their desk. And in fact, what they're doing, they know I'm apologizing. And what they're doing is sending a message that I'm still upset, um, which is in a way saying I'm not really accepting uh, or I'm accepting, but I'm withholding true um, uh, forgiveness, if you will, which which I think makes it much more about the acceptee and not about the apologist. And I think at that moment, if someone's willing to apologize, they're willing to say, I'm open to learn, I'm open to, to listen, I'm open to feedback and, and perhaps significant feedback if, if it was a significant error. Um, I, I think it's inappropriate to act as if you're going to send a subtle message that, yeah, I'm saying I accept, but really you got to remember there's a sword hanging over your head. So look, if you continue working, you make the other person's job harder, you diminish what they're doing. I really believe it's a form of negative, subtle negative feedback to the actual apologist, um, and it'll come back to haunt you. Okay? Next is look them in the eyes and face them. Look, I'm amazed at how many people, uh, no, go ahead, I'm working on email, but come on in, go ahead. And, and, and what they're doing is maybe yesterday they were willing to turn around and face you, but now they're upset at you. You've made their life difficult. They're your manager, and so they're not going to turn around right now. They're kind of shunning you. Um, look, give people your undivided attention. That, that, that is a form of positive feedback is, is turning and facing someone. And quite frankly, in general, when someone wants to talk to you, you should be willing to stop and turn and face them. If they're walking next to you to a meeting, that's one thing. But uh, I see too many managers try to use the position of their, their desk and their computer and the busyness of their schedule and double and triple booked to imply that they don't have to turn and face somebody. Yeah. And people recognize that and they don't like it. Now you use the term positive feedback, which, of course, you're trying to give here. I mean, you know, apologizing for most people is hard. It's not at least it it's, at least it's uncomfortable. And yes. if you know, if you're in an environment that's fast moving and you're going to make people are going to make mistakes, you want people to own up to them, right? You want to encourage people yeah. to own up to their mistakes and apologize. So withholding positive feedback 
Uh, it's not. Yeah, it, it's not smart the, in the long run. No, this, it's dumb. This, yeah. I, I, I think the argument that says, well, if you make apologizing too comfortable, they're going to make more mistakes is a pretty na- oh, naive view of the world. <laughs> oh, I guarantee you people will say that, but that's – Yeah. yeah so – yeah, and, and yet you can pick up any 20, uh, 20 out of 30 business books today, and they'll all have uh, exhortations to make more mistakes. Remember Tom Watson? If you want to double your success rate, double your failure rate. If you're going to change, you're going to make mistakes. That's why Google popularized the word beta, right? Beta is about – beta used to be the thing you did in-house, you know, trying to break something. Um, when it came to software, now it's out of house, right? And, and you're seeing if many, many more customers who are terribly clever at this when it comes to software can try to break it. Uh, and then you simply apply their changes and come out with beta 1.0, 2.0, 20.0, 50.0, and so on. Um, so that's willingness to be wrong. Um, and and Google seems to be doing pretty well yeah. with the idea that we're, we're okay with making mistakes and apologizing for them. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then lastly, don't interrupt. And golly, this is where most folks really go wrong. In an effort to minimize the damage, we interrupt the person who's apologizing by saying, oh, it was nothing, no worries. And we put our hand up and we're like, no, no, don't apologize, don't apologize. Um, but then when it comes to a big issue, you wait it out and they do poorly. They don't handle the apology well. And the reason why is because they've never finished one. Because you never let them do it. You on the small ones, the ones that get them ready for the big ones, you wave them off. No, 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 don't no, no worries, no apologies. Look, when someone takes the time to apologize, they're sending you a message that they care about the fact that their mistake had an impact on you. There's nothing wrong with accepting the fact that someone else cares about you. Um, even you high D's. Um, it, it may not mean anything to you, but allow them to express themselves. It's worth it. It will bring you better results in the long run. Um let them finish. It's the most respect you can show. And then that's the first three steps, which are all about your body language, if you will, and keeping quiet. And then step four is what you need to say when someone apologizes to you, and that's you say thank you. Um, and it's an elegant response, um, short and complete. All that is required is to say thank you. Yeah, sure. You, you can add a sentence like, I appreciate you making the effort, or it's very kind of you to say something. Those are lovely sayings, and they can be very powerful. Um, but, but I don't think they take the place of thank you. Um, and you don't need them. You don't need to pile on. Um, the offending party is probably nervous. Um, and you giving a speech, more than two or three or four sentences, um, doesn't help things very much, particularly since there's one more step, which is, depending upon the situation, either a personal or business offense, there's a little bit more yet to say. So thank you is, is it, it, there's a certain finality to it as well. Um, they understand that when you say thank you, they're done. They've apologized and you've accepted. And it's clear. I really recommend a simple thank you. Cool. And then la- last, it went in five steps, and there are two parts to step five. This is like a four and a half step process, if you will. Um, if it's a personal offense... Or you know, a social or a personal gaffe. They spilled something on you, or they're they're um, um, they're late to a meeting, but there's no significant impact after the fact that requires cleanup or something. Your best response beyond thanking them for their for the grace that they're showing you is to put the whole matter behind you. Um, this sends a message that you're not holding a grudge. Uh, which, quite frankly, grudges are a very immature way um, to approach your professional relationships, to manage your professional relationships. Oh, I've got a grudge against him and him and him because they, they offended me one time. Um, look, you're not, we're not saying we won't remember what happened, 
But if, if someone utters a racial slur, for instance, it is absolutely appropriate for you to accept their apology, to put the incident behind you. In other words, please think nothing of it. Uh, and yet still be aware that this person has proclivities that bear watching. Um, you know, there's, a, there's an old saying that's sort of twisted, which is forgive your enemies, but never forget their names. Um, you know, forgive those who trespass against you. Um, but at the same time, in a business sense, you need to be aware of those people who tend to engage in behavior like this over and over and over again. So the incident can be put behind you, but perhaps you add data to your uh, to your sense of who this person is that you're interacting with. Um, but if you get offended every time somebody's two minutes late to one of your meetings, you need to go find a different job somewhere because people are going to be late. And if you're going to take offense... Um, you're going to be offended an awful lot. Yeah. Uh, get over it. Um, yeah, get over it. Yeah. Oh. Let it go. So, so how, does, um, how does business differ in terms of this, this last yeah. step? Right. If the error is a professional one or a business one, it's best to follow your thanks with an expression of support for them. Um, this focuses both parties on what both parties should be focused on, which is solving the remaining problem. So it's as simple as how can I help? Uh, thank you. And how can I help? What do we need to do, and are we doing it? And hopefully, you know, your your best directs. If in fact we're talking about a direct apologizing to a boss, your best directs would say, "No, I've got it. Um, we're doing this, this, and this." And you look and you say, I'm "Great, thank you again," and we're done. If on the other hand you need to get involved, make a decision to get involved and and, and uh, offer help in whatever way you can. But but um, how can I help? As a way of saying indirectly. We're putting this behind us because we're, we're, we're putting the mistake, the incident behind us, because now we're focusing on the solution. And, and I'll tell you, those people who work on solutions and always end up talking about the problems, like, no, I, you know, don't tell me about the problems. Tell me about solutions. I want to know about solutions and who, what boss haven't said, hasn't said that to a subordinate. Don't come to me with problems. Come to me with, with, with a problem and then recommend a solution. And I'll say, do that. Um, even if I don't necessarily agree with it, I'll say do that because I want somebody moving in the direction of a solution rather than living in the world of the problem that's already gone by. Yeah, and, and what better time to focus on the solution than when the person who committed the error, created the problem in the first place, is feeling contrite and apologetic yes. about it. The, motivated. The person yeah. is motivated absolutely to motivated it, to solve the problem. Yes. Cool. So that's it. I mean, it's, it's very simple, and it really boils down its core about thank you, but, but it, five steps. Stop what you're doing, look them in the eye, face them. And that includes turning your shoulders toward them. That's a mistake a lot of us make, including me. Um, don't interrupt. Say thank you. And then if it's a personal offense, think nothing nothing of it or uh, it's in the past. And then a business offense, how can I help moving forward? That's it. Outstanding. That's quick. Pretty painless. Yep. I like it. Thanks, partner. All right, man. We'll see you later. Well, there you go. Simple steps on how to accept an apology. And something probably we all need to work on a little bit. As usual, if you have any questions or comments, please feel free to join us on the discussion forums at www.manager-tools.com slash forums. Love to see you there. Stay tuned for the upcoming promo, and uh, we'll see you all again next week. So long. Imagine a dimension of accurate thinking outside the box with a purpose. A place where you can leverage the mysteries of life. An understanding of the things that hold you back in your personal and professional life. 
an ability to unlock doors and opportunities. It's your secret to success. MyPodMentor.com Welcome to Accurate Thinking Outside the Box with a Purpose. And welcome to the MyPodMentor Podcast with your host, Rob Gamble. What is your definite major purpose in life? Do you have a mentor or an advisor whom you call a mentor? What's the difference? Leveraging today's ever-changing technology as a tool in your personal and professional life. See what podcasting from outside the box with a purpose is all about. Visit mypodmentor.com today.